sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello, happy Halloween, welcome to the month of November. Big, big week of things to get to here on the show. We've got Jacker Landers, the Antwerp Archer and University of Finley commit, who uh, talks about his journey, talks about last weekend's game, because this was originally designed that I was going to have this done Thursday or Friday, but sometimes real life gets in the way, allows me to get more things on the way. We talk about the results of the football tournament, the uh, soccer tournament, and volleyball, as well as those two get into the regional rounds. First, the big news out of Defiance. Jacob Howard, the left-handed pitcher and outfielder for Defiance High School, committed to play his baseball at the University of Finland, a very popular place among high school kids these days. Speaking of college, the uh, OCCAC uh, Player of the Year, Audible Glendorf's Maddie White, as she plays at Owens Community College, was named Player of the Week three or four times and had an outstanding career as she uh, continues her freshman year up in uh, Toledo. Soccer tournament action. Ottawa Glendorf girls go to 18-1 and with their win on Saturday afternoon. They beat Archbold 1-0. They'll play Coldwater, who uh, won a 3-1 matchup against the uh, Ottawa Big Green in the district finals on a Saturday as well. That'll be uh, Tuesday night. That game will be at Defiance on the turf at Fred J. Brown Stadium. Winner takes on either Liberty Benton or Eastwood on a Saturday afternoon at a location yet to be determined. Boys soccer got Shawnee. Take it on Mansfield Madison Comprehensive on Tuesday. They'll play at Marion Harding High School at 7 p.m. Winner of that goes to the regional finals to take on either Oak Harbor or Rocky River. Audeville boys, big win for them as they uh, outlasted rival Kaleida on a Saturday. In overtime, got a 1-0 win. They'll play Kidron Central Catholic on Wednesday at 7 o'clock at Mansfield Senior. And the winner takes on the winner of Bluffton and Ottawa Hills, which is a 6 p.m. start at Tiffin Columbian High School on Wednesday night. The Ottawa-Glendorf game against Coldwater and the Ottawa boys game, as you can both hear on a WZOQ radio. Shawnee boys, sorry, the uh, Shawnee girls play Madison Mansfield Comprehensive. The boys play Sandusky Perkins, 7 o'clock on Wednesday in Bowling Green, winner against either Bishop Watterson or Lexington on a Saturday I have them both next to each other, same brackets. But Shawnee with both the boys and the girls playing. And I'll get to the Shawnee boys football team here in a second, but shout out to them. First ever playoff win. Volleyball action in Division 4. Fort Lormie will take on Rushi. 7.30 on a Thursday night, Clayton Northmont. The winner gets either St. Henry or Jackson Center. That would be uh, the 6 o'clock game. That'll be Saturday at 2 p.m. in the regional finals. You can watch it back on NK Telco, or you can hear it on WCSM. New Knoxville Lipsick, Thursday, 6 o'clock at Elida. Got a handful of places that you can check that out. WZOQ Radio, if you hear the Lipsick version. Uh, WKKI, if you want to hear New Knoxville. WCSM, as well as uh, NK Telco on the uh, replays. Winner against the uh, winner of the late game against Hilltop or uh, Tiffin Calvert. That'll be Saturday at 2 o'clock in Elida. Same stations all probably bringing you the uh, second broadcast. D3 action for sales. Takes on Cincinnati McNicholas at 7.30. Thursday night at Kettering Fairmont High School. Winner on a Saturday turns around to play either Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy or Cardington Lincoln. And then in the uh, north region, Liberty Benton takes on Johnstown. 
That's Thursday at 6 o'clock at Lake High School in Millbury. Winner gets either uh, Tenora or Margareta. The uh, Tenora game you can hear on the Tenora Rams Sports Network and uh, Tenora Rams Sports Live on uh, Facebook as well as go back and listen to uh, Kevin talk about that a handful of episodes ago. That would be 2 o'clock on Saturday for that regional final. And then D2, Elida takes on Vermillion. 7.30 on a Thursday night to go to Lexington. Winner goes back Saturday at 2 o'clock to take on either Gates Gilmore Academy or Highland from Marengo. Football playoffs last weekend. Good week for the WBL. Five of the six teams in the league end up winning. They outscored their opponents 153-13 to on Friday night in uh, four wins. Unfortunately, Bath, the only team that ends up losing, they go down to LB 14-3. St. Mary's beats Franklin 49-13. They'll host Chabonat Julien, who themselves pulled a rabbit out of a hat with a big win against one of the top seeds. That bought St. Mary's another home game. Shawnee, like I said, got their first big playoff win. They went down and beat the big red of Cincinnati Hughes 28-0. They'll travel to Hamilton to take on top-seeded Baden. Wapakoneta beat up on Dunbar 30-0. They will go uh, south to Bellbrook, where St. Mary's was twice last year with the uh, Friday night game getting canceled and then having to go back on Saturday. Ottawa Glendorf beat Chippewa 41-6. They hit Waynedale and Van Wert steamrolled Rossford 46-0. They take on Wasion. All of those teams, with the exception of Shawnee and Wapak, are at a home in the second round. Midwest Athletic Conference, another set of steamrollers set for the MAC. Versailles beat Summit County Day, Summit Country Day, 49-14. They take on Carlisle. Marion Local beat Twin Valley South, 41-0. They get Fort Loramie. New Bremen beat Lachlan, 51-0. They go to Tri-Village in the next round. St. Henry... Rolls over and Sonia 42-9. They get Troy Christian. Coldwater in uh, almost 1,000 yards of total offense. Beat Delvis Jefferson 49-35. A game that was 28-0. Jefferson came back. Their quarterback accounted for 79 touches. 40 rushes, 39 passes. Cincinnati Deer Park comes to Cavalier Stadium. And a game you can hear on a K94. Out of Glendorf, you can hear on 106.3. Van Wert is uh, going to be effort to be on Z Sports Live or Z Sports 3. Wapakonet on 107.5 WZRX. And then uh, St. Mary's on uh, WKKI. Other games, Marion Local, I'm sure, is on WCSM, as with New Bremen and St. Henry. Fort Recovery and uh, Fort Recovery Radio will have uh, Fort Recovery and Anna. Fort Recovery beat Arcanum 40-30. to Anna beat Northwestern 17-3. to Northwest Conference games, Lipsick. We'll be on Z Sports Live. Takes on McComb at McComb. Uh, McComb was supposed to play uh, home last Friday night. It uh, rained a lot when they beat Ayersville. Ended up getting moved to Donnell Stadium in Finley. Spencerville lost 28-20 up in Eden. Four turnovers inside the 10 in the red zone. Didn't really help out the Bearcats. Crestview lost to Lima Central Catholic 13-7. LCC next will continue the old NWC tour. Taking on Upper Soda Valley. A team that beat Perry 28-0. Allen East smacked National Trail 49-8. They'll get Fairbanks. And a top seed of Columbus Grove moved to 11-0 as they just obliterated all of the hills and the Green Bears 35-0. They'll take on Liberty Center, the team that beat Bluffton 40-14, the only other loss for the Northwest Conference. Outside of that, you got Riverside beating Scioteville 56-7. They'll get Cincinnati College Prep. Antwerp beat Patrick Henry 14-7 with a young man 
and Jagger Landers are going to hear from in just a couple of minutes. He actually breaks down how that game was going to go. And then Tenora just whips Seneca East 57-14. They'll get carry in the next round. That's a lot of the things going on here this week in the northwestern part of Ohio. Come back, we'll talk to one of the brightest stars in northwest Ohio. Doesn't matter what the sport is, he will excel and do big things. Jagger Landers coming up next here on Around the Hearn. I'm with Eric McCracken, Lee Kinsel, GM Sales and Service, 650 West Urban Road, Van Wert. We have left the dealership, and we are in a beautiful Buick. Eric, what are we in? 2021 Buick Enclave Avenue, Billy. This thing is the bomb. I tell you what, cruising down Urban Road, just smooth as ice and a lot of features. I like the cooled seats. You know, when it's summertime, cooled seats are a nice feature. Keeps my back from getting all sweaty. Absolutely. This has the cooled seats. It's all-wheel drive, beautiful chestnut interior. These cars are a one of the finest luxury cars in the world, and they do have three rows of seats. And everybody loves the room this car offers. Big V6 motor, a lot of fun to drive, and they really turn heads. I noticed the backup camera, but I also noticed a camera overhead. How's that doing that, from a satellite in the sky? That's the bird's eye view. What it does is uses about six cameras around the car. It's a very safe vehicle. One of the many vehicles waiting for you, Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service, 650 West Irvin Road, Van Wert. And remember, find new roads. In the last couple of days, University of Finley has gotten an even better basketball team for the next couple of years with the addition of Antwerp forward Jagger Landers. First of all, congratulations on getting that done, and I would think it would be a little bit of a relief going into this season of, I can just play ball now. Yeah, uh, thank you, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good to not have everyone breathing down my neck, but at the same time, it's very exciting to get it out of the way. It's kind of an odd thing, I mean, because everybody's obviously got a thing where they want the best for you, but everybody also thinks, uh, hey, what do I think would be the best place for him? Uh, Yeah, but at the end of the day, we kind of narrowed it down to me and my family's decisions and what we thought was best for me, and we kind of took everything into play, and we did, that just uh, happened to be what fit all the marks. You've had uh, an odd couple of last couple of seasons, obviously with COVID and with the way the tournament has gone and, and with everything. I mean, is it a long kind of process in your head of, okay, I might do this, I might do that, or were you pretty much, I mean, Finley was always near the top of the list? Uh, I'd say once they came into the picture, they were definitely towards the top of the list. Um, I really liked the program that they had, and I always knew the history of who's been there, and the best Northwest Ohio kids have always went there, and it's kind of just, um, I knew some of the players that were going there in my class, and I knew uh, older players, and the coaching staff was super nice, and the history of it all was really just a really good program. Well, I've always thought that was the, the most interesting thing. You hit it on the head about the kids from Northwest Ohio and how the best go there. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, maybe don't realize just how good Finley has been and how they have been in terms of getting talent. You've got, obviously, Master Lasko's there, TJ Pugh, if you include Shelby, in that local and uh, with uh, Van Buren, obviously in the mix, Jackson Center. But your class especially is a big local class. Yeah, uh, me, Max, and Mason are, I mean, we're local Northwest Ohio guys, kind of the um, bigger spotlighted guys in Northwest Ohio in the class of 22. And uh, it's, I mean, it's almost like history speaks for itself. I mean, everyone goes there for a reason. They're a really legit, elite Division Two team in the nation, and uh, it's, it's kind of the best place for us. 
Well, I know with Turbin already there, uh, with the high-level AAU that you've played over the last handful of years, you've got at least uh, a couple of kids that you've already played with on that team, right, on Finley? Uh, yeah, I've played against a decent amount of them in school, um, and then I've played against Mason and Max throughout the years in travel basketball and school basketball. It would probably be nice to be able to only have to go up against that, that kind of talent and maybe be able to save yourself a little bit uh, when you get to college. Yeah, it will be nice, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to the challenge. When you look at this season coming up for Antwerp, uh, obviously a lot of noise from last season with what you guys were able to do. And coming into this season, uh, how do you feel? I mean, where do you guys feel like you're at with practice starting? Um, I think we're feeling pretty good. Uh, we haven't really been having a huge discussion about basketball lately because we're looking to make a decent football run this year and tournament. Uh, we got our first game on Saturday. And then uh, basketball, uh, our five just – Heard his AC uh, towards ACL at the beginning of the year, so we're looking to replace him. But I mean, we're looking to be um, even more athletic. Uh, kind of spread teams out, use our athleticism and our uh, smartness to try to run some teams up. And uh, I think we're looking to be pretty successful, just taking one one game at a time and uh, really taking everyone serious. Not trying to lose any buzzer beaters this year. Um, <laughs> just trying to win all the games we can. I was trying to avoid that, kind of trying to massage that point of uh, I remember the night that happened, I felt so bad for you guys because of how you had battled and how you had been all year and with his competitive. And it was it, it's always one of those things for me covering it where I love tournament season, but I hate tournament season for that reason. Obviously, you're happy for the teams that win, but I hate to see, for instance, senior classes have to, to go out like that. Yeah, um, we just can't dig dig ourselves in a hole, and I think we're we're learning from these last two years that we've had made it to the same exact spot in regional semis. Um, I think we'll use that experience, and I think we will try to just boost through that and uh, go as far as we can again. Speaking of football, I was going to get to that. You brought this up. You guys have Patrick Henry this weekend, and is it a little bittersweet? I mean, that you have to wait until Saturday night to play them. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit different. I mean, it gives us a whole an extra day to prepare and an extra day to practice on Friday. Um, but it's almost like my week feels like it's a day behind. Like, going to school on Thursday just felt like a Wednesday. Going what going to school on, tomorrow on Friday is just going to be like going to school on a Thursday. Practice is going to be like a Thursday practice. It just is almost like it gave us an extra Monday practice to prepare and obviously watch a lot more film. It's uh, harder for you guys, but I'm sure the coaching staff loves an extra day. Yeah, it, it's super nice. Uh, it's just a little bit out of routine. I mean, everyone says we got game on Friday, but we have a game on Saturday. It's just, um, it's super nice to be able to prepare for to prepare for Patrick Henry more and um, obviously increase our chances. Well, and I think it's very odd the way that they did the brackets this year with going straight one through four on Friday and then five, six, seven on Saturday. It kind of, I think, takes away... Maybe it's just me, but it takes away a little bit of the specialness or the uniqueness of having six and seven generally small-town kids that would go root for one another, and now you don't get the chance to do that the night before because you're all playing on the same night. Yeah, I, I guess I never thought of it that way, but um, now that you said it out loud, I guess that's, yeah, that's very true. I mean, I'd like to come look at um, a few other schools on a Friday night or a Saturday night, whichever night I wouldn't play. Um, and enjoy some good high school football. 
and that bracket that you guys are in, in terms of getting to the state semifinal, I realize this is cart before the horse in the long view, but I mean, there are some of the best teams in the state of Ohio in that bracket, and it's kind of one of those age-old things where if you get through that, you know you've got a pretty good shot at doing something special. Yeah, we have I mean, we have some pretty legit teams, uh, different, uh, unique teams, um, a whole different styles of play throughout the bracket, and uh, I think uh, if you hit some people on some good nights, there can be some upsets, uh, but there, at the same time, there can be some really good games ahead. Do you like the thought that they expanded the playoffs this year? I mean, because you have so many different teams in? Um, yes, but at the same time, I don't feel as if it's a huge deal to me. Um, I think it really opens it up for a lot more upsets with the, I mean, if a three or a four has a less, not as good of a game and they play somebody that's kind of underrated or has a harder schedule, that may be a factor, but um, really those eights versus nines or tens versus sevens are going to be great games. And it's really going to give those teams a, another shot at life almost to get through. And they moved the schedule up a week, so it's not going to really run into the winter season like it has. Like It's not going to be unusual. It's done it, obviously, ever since the playoffs were implemented. Well, that, and we have no idea what Mother Nature is going to be by the time we get to December. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I mean, it was 60 degrees today, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. It's crazy, though, because the way that your bracket breaks out, you've got Patrick Henry. You guys sit as a seven seed to go eight and two. You could possibly get either a second-ranked Eden or my alma mater in Spencerville. I personally would like to see Spencerville, but that's just because I'm <laughs> greedy. Um, I mean, I know it doesn't make a difference to you guys because you have Patrick Henry. It's one game, one night, all of that. But, I mean, on some level, that would be – probably the most stark contrast in styles, I think, if you were to meet the Bearcats. Uh, yeah, uh, we really haven't tried We've tried not to look n- into our next next week's games. I mean, we really got to focus on PH. They're a really, co- really good coach team. I mean, they're athletic. Uh, they've played hard games the last three weeks. But, I mean, they've been bigger schools that we never played, and their schedule's harder than ours, so they may have some more experience and adversity. But, I mean, we're just trying to win one game at a time and go as far as uh, we're meant to go. There are a lot of coaches in your family, aren't there? Um, my dad's been coaching <laughs> there you go. me specifically and my dad for a long time. I so. knew I knew it was one very close. So that's why I asked, because that was a very, <laughs> that was a very coach's box answer. Um it's fun for me, though, because you do, like you said, you get the potential of a lot of different matchups. You've got LCC and Crestview on the bottom half of that bracket, which is uh-huh. about as different as you can get. I know Eden wants to play faster than what the Bearcats do with their wing T, uh, Ayersville and Lipsick. I mean, you can go on and on and do this, but you get another game at home. Uh, you're not ever guaranteed that, but with the way that the playoffs break out this year, uh, what does it mean to be able to go back out on Archer Field one more time? Uh, I think it's great. I mean, I especially since it's a playoff game and we haven't been to the playoffs since 2007, I think we'll have the whole community behind us. Um, I, a lot of students will come out. I know it'll be a high-energy game. I know PH will bring a lot of people. Um, obviously, it's going to be, I mean, our last game of ever for us seniors is on the line, so everyone's going to be playing their hardest. Uh, it's really going to be nice to play on Archer Field for one last time, though. I was curious, the other thing about your recruiting, a lot of the uh, teams that you got offers from are teams that 
Finley will play. I mean, is that kind of amusing the way that works out of, all right, I'm still going to get to see these places when we go there with that black and orange on. Uh, yeah, um, I kind of realized that as they were coming in, but as uh, football season kicked off and kind of summer basketball slowed down, um, a few trickled out and then a few became closer into contact. And then that made it a little easier, but harder at the same time, because you're kind of, I'm kind of deciding between two other schools, taking official visits, checking them out, who I like better. And then Finley just happened to, uh, check all the boxes like i said earlier and i mean i'm just super excited to get that out of the way and super excited that i'm i have the opportunity to go there were you able to get the normal routine of kind of the way that the recruiting works with everything it wasn't i know last year a lot of the kids had they weren't allowed to go see certain days or on campuses or i mean how how was that for you um I, i'd say i got a more normal end than those seniors did last year but at the same time i think still affecting everything um uh coaches not being able to come out last summer because at a, at certain times may have hurted some people may have hurt me but i don't know whether it was i had a really good game versus a really good team and they couldn't come and watch but um i think that i mean obviously there's a trans transfer portal as well so and everyone gets an extra year because of covid so they're six-year guys um i think it, it's affected me more than that I've processed. And I don't think that's a bad thing because uh, the last thing I want to do is make up excuses about why I'm not here and I'm here. And I just think Finley's the best place for me. And I think that's where I was meant to be. Well, that's what I was curious about. I was kind of wondering with all of those things, especially with, you know, everybody now, it seems like, all right, I was promised X. I didn't get exactly what I feel like. I'm just going to go somewhere else. Now, I don't know how that's looked at from maybe a player standpoint, but I get that there are things that not every situation works out the way you would intend, but it kind of feels like, I don't know, maybe on the outside of, all right, that guy just said the heck with it and took his ball and went home. Yeah. um, I feel like with the whole transfer portal thing, I think it says a lot about a program, especially with teams like Finley that that don't have a lot of teams or a lot of players go out and leave just to go to a, low level division one school, but they want to stay with the people they like and they've grown with for the last few years at college. Or I think it says a lot about a school that doesn't, that would rather take the elite kids in Northwest Ohio versus look in the transfer portal and find somebody from Texas or Arizona that's played two years of experience division two basketball. And they just, and they want to come up and play and they'd rather build somebody up for four years and build that character and that person just like they always have versus changing it just because of what COVID has impacted on the recruiting world. Well, I know that I've always been proud. Uh, my wife is a UF alum and of being able to be 45 minutes growing up from there of, uh, I've always said you give me, whether it's football or baseball or basketball, whatever X number of players from Northwest Ohio, I'll take your team. I'll take my team against yours because it's something to where if it's how Northwest Ohio kids are coached or I don't know what it is, but give me a team versus a bunch of all-stars and I feel really good about where I'm at. Yeah, um, it's one of the most comfortable things to say when I'm saying I'm going to Finley. I know what I'm going to get almost every year. You're going to get the elite kids in Northwest Ohio. 
and you know you're going to get well-coached, small-town, most likely kids that are just going to be good people and people you're going to want to be around for your whole life, not just for two, three, four years while you're at college. Well, I'm excited about what you guys can do with the rest of football season, with basketball season, and I, I wish you all the luck there and at UF coming up. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm really excited for what everything has in store, and um, I'm just ready to enjoy my senior year and uh, keep trucking along. That's Jaggerlanders. You can find him on Twitter at Jaggerlanders1. More when we come back here in just a few. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, home of the Titan Burger, and if you're really hungry, the Cow Tipper. Tony's grounds their hamburger meat each day. Each patty is fresh and never frozen and not cooked until you order it. Don't forget to add some of the great sides like French fries, pickle fries, and their great breaded mushrooms. While you're there, you can't forget to get some of their great ice cream, ice cream treats, and frozen yogurt. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, making burger history since 1962. And a big thank you to Tony's. Try the chicken nuggets. For real. If you go there, tell them Mike and said to. Uh, they'll probably still get you funny, but hey, whatever. Uh, big thanks to Jagger Landers for coming on and talking all about his journey and all about his process of uh, what college life is going to be like, what high school is going to finish up, and a lot of uh, big things coming his way. I'm sure of it. Uh, I'm excited to see Finley play the next couple of weeks. Uh, women's basketball gets started this week. And the girls' basketball, boys' basketball in the state of Ohio, both getting started with their practices. A lot of team gaining some players with some losses. Uh, I'm excited. We're just, as I taped this, 18 days away from the start of a girls' basketball season. I've got Ottawa Glendorf and Kaleida, and then Ottawa Glendorf and uh, uh, the trip to Toledo on Saturday the 20th. That's all depending on how football turns out. But we're a month away from the football state championships we are two weeks away from the volleyball state championships as well as the uh, soccer state championships. I hope you check out all of your local venues and get a chance to uh, see what's coming, get out and uh, support as well. Thank you so much for listening to this program and uh, check out all the local radio stations, all local TV, and always support local athletes. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.